So first, well, no, before that, (laughs) forewarning, you are still dealing with some stuff. Yes. That is making it difficult for you to prepare for the podcast, but luckily you are still able to be here to record. (laughs) (laughs) So we haven't had to completely abandon the podcast yet. Abandon. That sounds so sad. <laughs> the unfortunate part is that we are once again lacking the true crime portion yes. of the show. And we are once again pushing talking about Mary Pasquarella Downey out to the future. Yes. I'm not going to promise when. <laughs> Learn my lesson on that. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we need a break from the morbid true crime side. Yeah. That could be. Trying to look at the bright side. (laughs) We need to get our curses under control first. Yeah. (laughs) One thing at a time. Yeah. Maybe Mary Pasquarella doesn't want us to talk about her, and that's why we've been having all these problems and delaying that episode. Well, then I would like to talk to her about that (laughs) because she could have said it in a nicer way. (laughs) Maybe if we nix the story. Yeah. Make changes, it'll all go away. I'd hope so. Couple things from last week before we continue. I mentioned the delivery of the replacement for my watch that died during the show. Yes. Was delayed because it ended up being shipped to the other side of the country. <laughs> yeah. Watching the tracking, I saw that they were pretty quick to get it back here. The day after we recorded last episode, it was showing that it was sitting in the local sorting center. Yeah but a new delivery date was pending. So I was expecting it to be a couple, few more days, but miraculously, FedEx showed up that day after we recorded. Good. And I got my watch back. Finally. I'm hoping that was a sign that the apology was accepted. Yeah. Enough said, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) One other thing I forgot to comment on last week, we were talking about Harold the Haunted Doll. Yeah. Or Creepy Harold. He was the one that was sold on eBay. Yeah. While I was researching, I ran across a book about him, but it was 283 pages. I thought you were going to say dollars. (laughs) No, (laughs) pages. I was just trying to figure out what could they possibly talk about for 283 pages. (laughs) I was curious, but I just couldn't imagine reading that. Maybe it was interesting stuff. Maybe it's his, like, diary or something. His diary. (laughs) Biography. Yeah. Starting all the way back in his childhood at the doll factory. Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Maybe I'll check it out when I have time. Well, I'm assuming, hopefully, it's not $200. No. Is it, like, would it be, like, worth money to, like, check it out? No, yeah, that was reasonable. I just was amazed at how large the book was. Yeah. Considering how little information there was out there about him. Yeah. Anyway, I thought we could talk a little bit about haunted mirrors tonight. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I know how much you love mirrors. Yeah. 
This is one of those stories that I've had on the shelf for a while. Occasionally, I'll look around for stories about haunted mirrors. Yeah. I always assumed that there were plenty out there. But to my surprise, they're actually kind of hard to find. That's weird. Yeah. One thing I noticed, there seems to be a big market for novelty haunted mirrors, like for Halloween and stuff. Yeah. So when you search on haunted mirrors, you get a lot of that. Yeah. Hard to sift through that stuff. We've discussed mirrors before when we were talking about Bloody Mary. Yeah. Not Bloody Elizabeth. (laughs) So I won't rehash history about mirrors. Okay. I mean, I think most of it's pretty common knowledge. You know, bad luck if you break them, cover them when someone dies so their spirit doesn't get stuck in the mirror. But how do you know, like... How do you know it's not too late by the time you cover it? Well, I don't know. Maybe when somebody's dying. Oh. Yeah, I guess if it's sudden. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think if somebody suddenly has a heart attack, you're going to run around <laughs> covering the mirrors. <laughs> that would be kind of weird. Yeah. There were a couple of curious things I ran across, at least to me. I read that there was, is a German and Dutch superstition that if you see your reflection after a loved one has passed, It is an omen that you will be the next to go. I couldn't find a lot of sources on that to verify, but I was curious because it is kind of vague. Yeah. It's like, do you have to be with them when they pass or just hear about it? How long after they pass before it is safe to see a reflection? Yeah. Or is the first person who sees the reflection after the person passes is the... (laughs) So are you supposed to just walk around blindfolded then i don't know that's why i was just kind of curious like how long after they passed you have to avoid any type of reflection because in today's world with technology especially your reflections everywhere yeah so that'd be kind of difficult (laughs) that would suck so that was kind of weird another interesting tidbit was about feng shui feng shui feng shui you're familiar with that (laughs) the design philosophy yeah it was talking about how You should not have a mirror facing your bed. Yeah, I've heard that one. I was not aware of that. I don't know what the reasoning is. I thought it was always the energy bouncing like off the mirror and reflecting back to you, making it harder to sleep. I don't know if that's... That's exactly what I had read mostly about the energy bouncing back and forth. Yeah. I also read that it was consuming your energy, but I read mostly that it's the, the energy bouncing around making it hard for you to sleep. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would want a mirror facing their bed because at your most vulnerable moment waking up, you really want to look in a mirror. I know. First thing in the morning. I was was thinking, well, you're just in the middle of the night or something. Oh, that'd be horrible. I was thinking, I'd crap my PJs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So nothing really overly paranormal about that. I just thought that was interesting. Unless, of course, the mirror is haunted. Yeah. I've heard about mirrors not facing each other too oh yeah i guess that would be kind of weird but it it looks cool seeing like an (laughs) infinite amount of you was it you don't want to be in front of the mirrors or or the mirrors can bounce whatever's inside them back and forth i have no idea what the purpose of that just avoid it yeah (laughs) (laughs) did run across a few stories the first one i came across quite a bit it's kind of vague but I guess a more of a cautionary tale. 
It's about a young woman who loved mirrors. She would go to yard and estate sales looking for mirrors. And one she found was a tall floor-to-ceiling mirror. Hmm. So lesson number one, if you don't want to deal with haunted mirrors, <laughs> don't buy them at yard sales, estate sales, swap meets, antique stores, <laughs> Goodwill, <laughs> or buy them on eBay. Oh, my goodness. Oh, speaking of eBay, <laughs> we were talking about that last week. Yeah. The haunted G.I. Joe. <laughs> I didn't find any of those on there, but I was amazed at how many haunted objects are for sale on eBay. Really? Yeah. So there's certainly a market there. Are there any Barbie dolls? I don't know. I didn't look for Barbie dolls, just G.I. Joes. <laughs> and then just antique, haunted antique items. Right? Yeah. I didn't go into the details to see, you know, if they were offering a guarantee or anything. Yeah. Guarantee, not a warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to the young woman who loved mirrors. After bringing her recently purchased mirror home, she had a strange feeling about the mirror and kept having this sensation that something was trying to get her attention. Mm. Lesson number two. <laughs> if you have strange feelings about a mirror you purchased yeah. or anything at an estate sale, get rid of it. <laughs> she finally said to the mirror, Show yourself to me and talk. Oh, heck no. <laughs> yeah. You do not do that. Lesson number three. <laughs> no explanation required. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened at that time, but apparently she got something's attention. Over time, her and her family started getting sick and things started disappearing around the house, sometimes showing back up in odd places. Hmm. She finally contacted a spiritual advisor who told her that the person who previously owned the mirror was very negative and vain, and when they passed, their negative energy attached to the mirror. It's such like a weird object to have your energy attached to after you pass. Well, maybe the mirror was facing them when they passed, <laughs> and it bounced into the... Yeah, but there has to be like a hundred other things that your energy could attach maybe to. Maybe it attached to everything. She just happened to buy the mirror. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With the assistance of the advisor, they did a cleansing and then cleansed the mirror before disposing of it. Although if they cleansed the mirror, I'm not sure why they would have to get rid of it. Yeah. Do you have to like bury it? I don't know. You didn't say. Maybe the advisor just liked the mirror and she wanted it. <laughs> so she told the lady that after she cleansed it, she had to get rid of it. Yeah. She's like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. <laughs> Lesson number four. <laughs> Uh, the next story had more details about the time and the people involved, but I will leave the names out. Okay. This allegedly took place in 2013 in London. Oh, wow. So recent. Yes. Two roommates, or would they be flatmates? Flatmates, right? They'd be flatmates. They found a mirror in a dumpster and took it to their flat. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's unbroken, mirror in the garbage. But you have you need to a like, mirror at home. assume it's in the garbage <laughs> for a reason. Well, I don't know. I guess they didn't assume that. <laughs> as soon as they brought it into their flat, things started to go downhill. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> One of the men started waking in the middle of the night with pain shooting through his body. Mm. Do we have haunted mirrors? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> 
The other became extremely depressed and lethargic. One I, of them decided, what's that? Oh, I was just going to say, I can blame Amir for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just need to cleanse it and get rid of it. Yeah. One of them decided to paint the frame. Not sure why with all this other stuff going on. It was He was the one that had the pains at night. Yeah. Because after he painted it, the other man also began feeling pains in the middle of the night. Hmm. Things around the flat started to go missing. Seems to be a common theme. Yeah. One of them started to see things moving in the mirror. Uh. Shadow-like things. Maybe shadow dolls. (laughs) (laughs) Haunted shadow dolls. Yeah. They realized they needed to get rid of the mirror, so they put it up for sale on eBay with a full disclosure of what was going on. Okay. I was going to say, wouldn't it be kind of cruel yeah. to like, <laughs> sell it to someone without telling them? You wonder how many times that happens, <laughs> that they don't say what's going on and you buy a possessed item. Can you like sue them? I think you'd have to prove that first. <laughs> <laughs> Once the mirror was out of their possession, their lives returned to normal. Hmm. And finally, back in 2016, a woman named Cindy asked Zach Baggins oh my God. if he would take a mirror off her hands and it now resides in the museum in Las Vegas. The mirror was from the Hollywood Hills home of her uncle, a defense attorney and B-movie producer who was killed in a mob-style murder in his house in 1982, uh. which is still unsolved. You're giving me the eyes to like do the story no, on it. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's anything there. No, just just mentioning that. The previous owner of the house and possibly the mirror, I don't think they could confirm that. Yeah. Was Bella Lugosi. You probably don't know who he is, but he's a very famous or was a very famous actor. Nope. Who portrayed Dracula in the 1931 film. Oh. Cindy believed the mirror absorbed the bad energy from witnessing her uncle's murder. What? (laughs) Why did he have a mirror if he was Dracula? (laughs) (laughs) He only played Dracula in the movies. He wasn't actually Dracula. (laughs) Sorry. That's messed up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Maybe he was. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) When she took the mirror into her house after her uncle's death... Her daughter was immediately affected. Her daughter began to feel bites on her neck when she would look into the mirror hmm. and would see a dark entity inside of the mirror. So now you're going to tell me that he wasn't Dracula? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he was inside the mirror, would you not be able to see him or he just wouldn't be able to see out? <laughs> I don't know. She also had terrible nightmares of being attacked by the dark entity and would wake up with scratches all over her body. Oh. Cindy didn't want to sell the mirror or throw it away, so she approached Baggins. Now, we've talked about whether or not we would move into a house where a murder occurred. Yeah. But would you take or purchase a mirror that was in the house or in the same room where somebody was murdered? Okay, but see, we've talked about going to antique stores looking for creepy mirrors. Yeah, but we wouldn't know if it was in a murder house, right? That's true. <laughs> um, I mean, if you went to an estate sale and they yeah. said, oh, yeah, somebody was murdered in this house, in their bedroom. Yeah. And the mirror you wanted to buy was in their bedroom. 
<laughs> facing their bed. Well, it depends. Is there blood on the mirror no. or like any remnants? Because I feel like if there's, there were, that would make it more likely haunted. <laughs> there's no brain matter on the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mean a blood got on it and soaked into the mirror? Yeah. No, if it just witnessed the murder. If mirrors can witness things. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess it depends on how it makes me feel afterwards. Well, by then it's too late. Well, apparently you can give it to Zach Baggins or dispose of it. So. <laughs> true, true. I mean, what about you? I don't know. Like you said, we're always on the hunt for mirrors. and <laughs> But I think lightweight, lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think lately with all the curses that we've been <laughs> dealing with, I'm not even sure if I would be looking for any type of mirror right now. Yeah. I don't think we can deal with that until we figure out how to cleanse everything. Yeah. So, no. Right now, no. In the future, maybe. I think it's kind of morbid. Like knowingly having the mirror that was well, in Well, buying like it for that. I wouldn't buy it for that reason, right? Well, yeah. Oh, I bought this mirror because it was in the house where somebody died. Um, That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. Well, wouldn't buying any object be kind of weird in that house? Well, if you like the object. Well, what if the mirror was like a really cool antique looking mirror? Yeah. I mean, if you like the mirror. Yeah. That's fine. I wouldn't buy just I, any ordinary mirror because of it. Yeah. Anyway, that was it. Got anything? Have I mentioned before about my dream with the mirror in it? No. I think I've told you, but I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before. Well, I don't remember. So <laughs> we'll all be surprised. I had a dream that I was in like a theater, like a movie theater, uh-huh. and there was a hallway and there was a mirror on the side. And I've never dreamt looking in a mirror before. I don't know if you've ever had a dream. I don't think so, no. But I had this really weird feeling that told me not to look into the mirror. And I r- regret to this day that I've never looked in the mirror. <laughs> but even my dream was like, this mirror is sketchy. Do not look into it. Well, first, I don't remember you ever telling me that. <laughs> I did. And why do you regret that so much? What would you have expected to see in there other than yourself? But the fact that my gut feeling in my dream was like, don't look in there. <laughs> well, so you wouldn't go with your gut feelings in a dream yeah. that you didn't know you were dreaming. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just wish I like, it's such a mystery. No. Yeah, it is. Well, but there's nothing you can do about it now. Well, yeah, I know. Unless I go back there. <laughs> <laughs> Lucid dream back to the theater. Yeah. What was playing? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I have never dreamt about a mirror. That's weird. Yeah. Because after I like thought about it, I've like I know I've been in bathrooms before in my dreams. I don't remember ever seeing a mirror in the bathrooms. Well, I'm too worried about it. Anytime I go into a bathroom in my dreams, it's always disgusting. (laughs) So I'm focused on the toilet and the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I never look up to see if there's a mirror in there. But yeah, so I'd never seen a mirror in a bathroom in a dream, which is kind of weird. But I don't know. Because you see your reflection every day. So why would you not see your reflection in a dream? It's kind of weird. But I don't think I ever have. I don't know. It's weird to me. Yes. Weird not ever having a dream with a mirror or weird seeing your reflection in a dream? 
No, the fact that I've never seen my reflection. Yeah, that is weird. I wonder if anybody has. And if they've woken up with demons next to them. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right, we'll wrap it up. See what next week brings. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Make sure to visit next week for more weird and creepy stories. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 12 past 3 or email us at podcast at 12past3.com. Good night. Good night.